Father, we thank you for this day, another opportunity to hear the living word of God, another opportunity to make adjustments in our heart's attitude, another opportunity to be blessed of God. And so, Father, we thank you for your living word. Open our eyes this morning that we might behold wondrous things from the Father's word today. For your word is truly a lamp to our feet and a light onto our path. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're dealing with all of our hearts individually and corporately as a church body in this hour. We love and honor and we cherish your word today. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. We're on a series, and today we're going to end the part of the series that has to do with the Father's side of it, God's side of it, and the next time we're going to begin to look at our side of it. But we're talking about your latter end. Say, I have a latter end. You know, Jesus is the beginning, and the what? And the end. And so we have a beginning in our life, and we have an end. And it it just doesn't end when we, you know, draw our last breath. There's more. And uh, we said that too many Christians are bound by an earthly perspective instead of an eternal perspective, instead of a latter-end perspective. If you're a born-again child of God, you have a spiritual destiny to fulfill. That little Ross has a, a spiritual destiny to fulfill. You have a destiny to fulfill. No matter what age you are, you have a destiny. Say, I have a destiny to fulfill. Then, therefore, you've got to have, and I've got to have, a strong sense of purpose in our life. You know, without a vision, my people perish. You have to have a vision. You have to have a plan. You have to have a purpose in your heart, your heart's attitude. And then you've, you, it's really important that you understand the importance and, uh, of, of prophetic word. How many of you have received a, a prophetic word through the years? Well, a lot of us have received a prophetic word. Well, you've got to hold on to that word because that's for you. Proverbs twenty three seventeen says, Let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the reverent and worshipful fear of God all the day long, for surely there's a latter end. Now listen. Surely there's a latter end. Surely there's a future. Surely there's a reward. Everyone say reward. You know, I, I can talk about how many of you have a latter end and yeah, but if, how many of you got a reward? Oh yeah, I want rewards. Well, there's a reward. There's a future. And your hope and expectation shall not be cut off. So we've looked at this number one. What does God's word say about your latter end? That's what we're looking at. That's what we're going to finish today. What does God Almighty say about your latter end? And then we're going to look at your responsibility, your spiritual responsibility in considering your latter end. Now, we looked at this, that God uses his prophetic word to prosper you. In Ezra 6.14, it says, So the elders of the Jews built, and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai, the prophet in Zechariah, the son of Iddo. And they built and finished it according to the commandment of the God of Israel. So everything you do 
for God. Everything you build for God in this life, God wants you to finish it. It is all accomplished through the prophetic word. So God's word has something to say about the matter. That's why I take so seriously speaking the word of God over a baby. Because there's, there's a, a prophetic word there that will make the difference in their life. Isaiah 55, 11, you know the scripture. It says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void or empty, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Well, how, how's it going to prosper? Because of the word that is sent. How's that little baby going to grow and prosper? Because of the word. Because of the word. Now, this is the scripture a couple months ago that I read. How many have ever read the Bible and you read scripture and it's just like you're reading it, but sometimes you read it and something pops off the page. And this is what ministered to me and touched my heart when I read this. And these are the words of Jesus Christ from Luke 22 and verse 37. These are his words. He says, the things concerning me have an end now think about that mull that over in your in your mind the things concerning me have an end in fact say that with me the things concerning me have an end did jesus know who he was did he act like he knew who he was did he talk like sure he did But how many Christians, if you'd ask them, well, what's the will of God for your life? They just look at you. A deer in the headlight look. I don't know what the will of God is for my life. There are are cemeteries full of people that died and never fulfilled their call. Never fulfilled the heavenly vision and the gifts that God placed in them. And that's sad, isn't it? But it shouldn't be said of you that you're not going to fulfill the heavenly vision. Because the things concerning you have an end. The things concerning you have an end. And everyone said, amen. Amen. That's what Jesus said. Because he knew he he had a mission to fulfill. Was he focused? Was he resolute in that call? Yes, he was. Now, God speaks some things concerning you and concerning our latter end, and and it's in Job 8, 7. This is what God promised. Though your beginning was small, your latter end will increase abundantly. Say that with me. Though my beginning was small, my latter end will increase abundantly. Is that a good word? Does that make you feel good? It should. If you're following after God and you're in fellowship with God on a daily basis, you're in the word and in the prayer and you're doing what God's called you to do, then you got a, a glorious future. Amen? Zechariah 4.10 says, Don't despise the day of what beginnings? Small beginnings. Though your beginning was small, your latter end will increase abundantly. So don't get discouraged if you don't see things happening fast enough. You know, you can go for years and years and years. What did Abraham and Sarah go for? Long time before that baby came. 
Well, don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't get discouraged just because you don't see things happening fast enough. It'll happen. You stay hooked up with God and you stay in the word. It'll happen. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 8 says, The end of a thing is better. Say that with me. The end of a thing is better. Well, yeah, we want the beginning to be better, but if you follow after God, the end of a thing is better. In Ezekiel 36, 11 says, I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase and bear young, and I will make you inhabited as in former times. He's speaking concerning the nation of Israel. And do better far for you, or do better for you than at your beginnings. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So God wants to do better things for us in the latter end. And I want you to, I want you to get that in your heart because it'll build faith and it'll build hope in you and, and, and trust in God that if, you know, the good work that God began in you, he will finish that good work. I don't care what age you are today, if you're still breathing, there's a purpose for your life. I sat in a nursing home and visited with a man not long ago, 96 years old. He says, I, and he's got his, his faculties are all there, his mental faculties, but his body, 96, that's pretty old. But he was disgusted because he wanted to do more. He wanted to get out of that nursing home and go back to the office and do some things. And I says, why don't you just sit here and, and start witnessing the nurses that come in? And he looked at me and says, I've done that. In fact, when I did that, she got upset with me and got mad and left the room. I says, you're doing your job. You're still doing something for God at 96 years old. No, maybe he's not running around and, and, and doing things that he used to do, but he's still, you know, important. He still has a gift to share, and so do you. God is a God that restores. Say, God restores. Well, what does he restore? He restores your joy. He restores your strength. He'll restore your finances. Amen? He can, he can restore some things in your life and bless you in the end more than at the beginning. Job 42, verse 12 says, Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. That's a good, did he go through some things? Oh, sure he did. Have you gone through some things? Sure you have. You've gone through some trials and some tests and some sickness and all kinds of things in your life, but God always brings you out to the other side. Amen? He'll bless you. And, and the thing that will help you, and we'll get into that next week, you have a responsibility to keep your mind focused Keep your mind renewed to the Word of God because if you get away from the Word and you get away from the local church, you're going to just start fading away and you're going to forget that He wants to bless your latter end. Amen? Amen. Now, I want you to look at James. This is what I did. That was all a review for my message, which is very short today. And all the... Guess it all oh, good. It's short. Short, short and sweet and to the point. 
And I don't make a mad dash when I go into a restaurant. I didn't quite understand that. Did I? You mean leave the bill and not pay it, or? Okay, that's not that's not me, but I do make a mad dash, though, don't I, Brad? Because <laughs> I got a ladder end to fulfill. James chapter 5, there's just a a couple things. We're going to go quickly through this. This is what God says about your latter end. Though you're beginning with small, your latter end will increase abundantly. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. You know, the the end of a thing is better. So God is telling telling you and I from his word some things. Well, this is another thing. In James chapter 5, The Lord's promise concerning your latter end, and this is good. It says, indeed, we count them, verse 11, indeed, we count them blessed who what? Endure. Oh, we want the blessed part, but we sure don't want the endurance part. You've heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. Oh, this is a great scripture. We've seen the end intended by the Lord. So I want you to get it right now. This is the end intended by the Lord for you and for me. Now listen, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. I should get an amen. Some of you are just ready to dine and dash because you only got a few feet to go to the other side, you guessed today, huh? The end of the Lord, by the end by, by God, it says here, he's very compassionate and merciful. Say, my God is a God of compassion and mercy. That's what God's end is for you and for me. An end that's compassionate, an end that's full of the mercy of God. How many need the mercy of God? Oh, boy, we all need the mercy of God, don't we? We sure do. So that's that's another one. Now look at Psalm 37. Psalm 37. I, I hope you just don't live day by day. Satisfy your flesh for the day, 24 hours. I hope you see the bigger picture for your life, especially as a a born-again believer, seeing the bigger picture. Psalm 37, verse 37, it says in the New King James, Mark the blameless man and observe the upright, for the future of that man is what? So we've learned that the God, God is a God full of compassion and mercy for our latter end. Now we see that he's a God of what? Peace. One translation says, Mark the perfect man and behold the upright, for the end of, the man, of that man is peace. Mark the blameless man and behold the upright, for there is a happy end for the man of peace. Say there's a happy end for me. Isn't that good to know? Bad end, an evil end, a destructive end? No, a peaceful end. 
Jeremiah 20, 11, it, say, it states, for God says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future, to give you a hope, to give you an expected end. Well, I just don't know what God says about my end. Well, I've told you some things you should know about your end. Your end is full of compassion. Your end is full of mercy. Your end should experience the peace of of God. Look at Philippians 1. Two more scriptures and we're done. Philippians chapter 1. Some of you know this scripture by heart. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. It says, being confident of this very thing. See, when, when you see the big picture, you're confident. When you see the big picture of what God wants to do for the body of Christ and for you individually. See, when you see what God wants to do through, through a church, I, I've never been so blessed. We were somewhere yesterday, we were at the, it was pouring rain, but we went to this, um, what was it out here? Country market, they had a... Uh, you know, flea market type thing. And and we, we I was drawn to this booth, and this gal had beautiful, were they gourds? They were just gorgeous. And I thought, wonder if she's from Omaha. I wonder if she's from the big city. And I said, where'd you go to college and get your degree? And she just shook her head. She's from Norfolk. And we got to talking, and, and she... We were looking at her, her things, and we got to, she started to ask what we did. And I said, well, I'm a pastor. What church? I said, Harvest Church. And she said, oh, you do that Tim Tebow thing, didn't you? They had a special needs child. Ross, the cowboy. How many remember Ross, the cowboy? <laughs> he liked to dance. And they were so pleased with this outreach. You know, and, and we've, we've got to see, you know, the bigger picture. We could go for years as a church and we've done outreaches, but then you hit one. And it's a God thing. And it's a kingdom business thing. And it touches lives, not only the lives of special needs kids, but it touches the parents' lives also. We'll give you more information about that next week because we're going to do it again. Amen. So the good work that God has begun in you and I, he wants to finish that good work. You know, born-again believers should go out with a bang, an explosion. That should be our end. Look at one more scripture, Matthew 28. I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you. I hope you just you get something that stirs your heart, builds hope in your heart, re-energizes your faith. I love this scripture in Matthew chapter 28, the last scripture, Jesus says this. 
Oh, we'll start with 19. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And, lo, I am with you every other day. I'm with you sometimes. I'm only with you when things are going good. No, he says, I'm with you always, even to the end. God is with you and I, even to the end. He started the work in you. He started the work in me. He's going to finish the work in you, and he's going to finish the work in me. And now next week, we'll find out how you can cooperate with God so he can finish the good work. Let's stand our feet this morning. Now, if I said anything today, remember what I read to Kyle, dads, granddads, how important your sons and your daughters are. Amen. I want to pray this morning. I'm not going to lay hands on all of you, but I'm going to pray because I, I, I want you to get it. I want it to, to sink down deep into your heart. I want you to know that the good work God has begun in you, he's going to finish that good work. Father, Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the word. Thank you what we've heard today from the scriptures. Now, maybe there are people here that haven't thought about their latter end and finishing that good work. Well, I pray today, Lord God, they'll get a hold of this word and it'll be a rhema word. Not just logos, but a rhema word. Holy Spirit, bring understanding to everyone here, young and old, that they had a start and they have a finish. They had a beginning and they have a latter end. Help them to see the big picture, Father. Help them, Lord God, fulfill their spiritual destiny. Help them, Lord, cooperate with you day by day so they can. Father, I thank you they're blessed today. And I call this group blessed spiritually, blessed physically, blessed financially, blessed emotionally, blessed relationally, every area of their life blessed. Walking in the fullness of God, a walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing you in every way and bearing fruit in every good work. Thank you, Lord God, for everyone here. Thank you, Lord God, for helping them fulfill their latter end in Jesus' name. Amen.